1: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Welcome to the latest episode of 5 on the Floor and 5 Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, we're on Spotify, we are also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and you can find us on Dash Radio on the Nothing But Net channel. That's every single night at 7 p.m. Also, you got the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Royal Shepherd is hosting what looks like a post-mortem, a eulogy, or something along those lines on the YouTube channel right now. So check that out for Royal and the rest of the guys. Also, Brady Hawk has your takeaways on our website, FiveReasonSports.com. That's a no-paywall site. And you need to check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You'll always have a better day with any of them than you had with the Heat tonight. Check out Biscayne Bay Brewing. I'm starting with them because you need plenty of beer. This is the only independent brewery in South Florida. They're building a tap house in Miami right down the street from an arena where the Heat supposedly will play Game 3 on Thursday. We'll see if they show up. The official beer of the Miami Marlins and Five Reasons Sports. Check out the Pastime Pilsner, the Tropical Bay IPA, the Marlins Lager, and the Miami Pale Ale all are available at many convenience stores, grocery stores and restaurants in South Florida. Biscayne Bay Brewing, the official brewery of five reason sports. And now tonight's very sad episode.
2: One, two, three, four, five
0: on the floor.
1: Welcome to Five on the Floor,
2: a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick. With Alex Toledo and Greg Silvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network.
1: All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. The buzzer has just sounded, although we stopped paying attention a long time ago. The Bucks beat the Heat 132 to 98. That's right. 132 to 98 in game two of a first round series. They take a two nothing lead. Essentially, this game was won in the first five minutes. Uh, The first quarter was 46 to 20. That's right, 46 to 20. Uh, The Heat were led by Dwayne Dedman tonight. And, And this is no disrespect to Dwayne Dedman, who has been an absolute revelation since he came to Miami. But the fact that they were led by Dwayne Dedman in scoring in a playoff game when he played only 21 minutes, 19 points, nine rebounds, and two assists, tells you almost everything you need to know. The other stat that sticks out, Jimmy Butler was a minus 34 tonight. Ugh. Greg. So
0: I've watched every playoff game that this franchise has ever played in. Um, and like, even when they faced the Michael Jordan bulls and got swept, it didn't look this bad. Um there were moments in this game that made me feel like when the Hornets ran over the Heat in that series, uh, when um, when Jamal Mashburn came back to town, like it, it was reminiscent of that of the 2014 Spurs, just you know, with the ball on a string. Like it was one of those helpless moments. It was awful. Um, it was demoralizing. I've never seen the team as disconnected. Uh, I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss, honestly. Like to see. Uh, Jimmy and Bam just kind of not bring it. And and I know that that avalanche of three-pointers probably took a lot out of them. And there's like something about that that breaks your spirit and you start to kind of check out. But to just start the game off without an edge, to me, it's, it's something that is not uh, part of what the Heat want to do going forward. So I just feel like game three now is going to be an absolute huge uh, indictment on this group.
1: We'll talk about game three in the second part of the episode. I want to get into changes that they can make if there are any changes that they can actually actually make. And I think Greg, you and I agree on one of the changes, but um, Alex, we talk about disposition, right? Like that is so much what this franchise is about disposition for this team has come and gone this year. Um, There have been moments of the season where we've seen it. There have been other moments where there, that we haven't, we've made all kinds of excuses for it. The short break, since last offseason, COVID, the injuries and all of that kind of stuff. And I think all of it had some validity. But to me, this is absolutely effing inexcusable what happened tonight. And and to have Ronnie Rothstein, who coached the expansion team, OK, he coached John Shasky, OK, talking about this being disgraceful the rebounding margin at the end of the first i mean ronnie pulled no punches and I, I felt even eric reed who we know okay eric is one person on the air one person off the air sometimes he was calling out bam out of bio for not looking at the rim eric was doing that what's wrong with them alex
2: oh it's everybody it's uh it's everybody that honestly i wasn't watching that part of the broadcast i i tried to honestly Consume as little as I could because it was was like that. That was the feeling I had. Like, I got smacked in the face. I went on pregame and probably was the most indignant I was about that being a guaranteed W tonight. And much, honestly, it's thematic of me throughout this entire season just giving them too much credit, thinking that this is a team from last year that will bounce back, and they have not been that team. They are not as good as last year. The disposition stuff is absolutely true. And it's one of the main differences between them last season and this season, other than, you know, Goron. So uh, tonight was disgusting, disgraceful, exactly like old Ron Rothstein said, who you can always, by the way, expect to give you some gems on his broadcast. He's still good at what he does, man. <laughs> but yeah, Ron honestly, Rothstein and Dwayne Dedman was the best part the- of the broadcast tonight was, you know, Rothstein because yeah. everything else on that broadcast tonight was, was garbage. And I'm, not talking about Eric Greed here. I'm talking about the players. So, like, that effort tonight, I'm so confused. And, and pardon me for if I'm scrambled, because I'm, I'm, I'm very much like the heat effort tonight. I'm just all over the place. I've been smacked in the face. And the defense, like, what is going on? That, wasn't, that was a shooting anomaly tonight, obviously. But it was more than that. It was a lot more than that. You're like, the Bucks are the complete opposite of who they were last season. I just don't even know what to say. Well, everything was wrong on both ends of the floor. Let, let's, I let, don't even let, want to try to get into specifics. Did you, they got all rebounded by like what? 25? Like this, the turnovers had half of their rebounds. Never had, got it under half. 25. Like what insanely bad effort. I cannot get like, you know, be negative about this enough. I, I too much hope on my end. That's for sure.
1: All right. So, so let's, let's start with three guys in particular. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero. And, and I, not that Kendrick Nunn played well tonight because he didn't. Uh, I, Goron at least gave an effort in the second half. Dwayne Dedman was great. Uh, Ariza looks unfit for this series uh, at times. Uh, they don't get enough, obviously, from Iguodala. So, so uh, you know, we're really, we're really talking about those three guys because this is supposed didn't to be get the 23s tonight. Okay, This is supposed to be well, th- this is supposed to be the <laughs> th- this is supposed to be their core going forward. Um, and and, and here, here's the thing. I mean, l- let's let's start with Bam only because we talked so much about Bam. It, it's not even that he wasn't trying tonight to get to to do the things that we talked about. It's just he just his confidence looked shot. It, he just looks like it was so when he got yanked for Deadman early in the game it just looked like they'd replaced the minimum center with the max center. Like, and it shouldn't look like that, Greg.
0: Yeah, no, I thought that that was a moment where as much as Deadman provided a spark for the team and it was a good thing in, 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 the, in retrospect, like now, as I look back on it, that's going to be a spot that I'm sure stings and sticks with Bam. Uh, you know, to get yanked like that, and then for Deadman to immediately come out and play well, uh, then for Spo to try Deadman and Bam together, it just uh, reeks of desperation and trying to figure out how they could uh, out muscle Milwaukee. I, elite, I know. I mean, to get out hustled that way, like th- this is the kind of effort in a game where I just feel like it's going to take two victories in Miami. To come back from that kind of loss like I, I don't think that it's that it's the type of situation where if you split and you're down three one that the front office looks at these guys and says, Okay, uh, this is a team we can run back again I just feel like, like a, a loss like tonight is pretty defining in a lot of ways and I hate to, to like speak so generally but it, it was bad I mean it's literally one of the
1: worst I've ever
0: seen. What,
1: what was wrong with Jimmy. What, what do we think? Because I, I don't think it's about this confrontation in practice. I'm sorry. I know some of that was going out on Twitter. But I, again, I've <laughs> I, I've researched that pretty thoroughly. I don't think there was anything out of the ordinary in terms of what's been going on there. I just I really don't think it's that. OK, um, but he looked defeated tonight. Like we've never really seen him look defeated. Like in game one, he was inefficient, but he was pushing like he's Tonight. tight I, is he tired or is he tired of certain things? I, that, that's that's the question, because if he's tired, that's not really an issue going forward because he'll get his rest in the offseason and, and that'll be fine. Games. And he has every reason to be tired. He, he's been he's been carrying this team, you know, pretty much the entire season. But is he tired of some of the stuff that we've talked about? Is he tired of guys not competing defensively the way he is? Or is he tired of Bam not looking at the basket? Or is he tired maybe of of some of the play calls? Who knows? Is is he tired of something or just tired, Alex?
2: It's all of it. It's all of it. I don't – I mean,
1: look, like there's been adjustments, right? There's been some adjustments, but
2: it's not all about the adjustments. The disposition thing is first and foremost, like he doesn't have that same fight in him. He's not that same – stable uh, presence that he was all season and all of last season and all, and all throughout the playoffs, it, it, it went away. And that's not something I'm used to seeing from Jimmy. Cause there's one thing between him kind of pacing himself throughout a game, trying to get everybody else involved, but he controls the pace. That was not it tonight. And again, like the, the adjustments part, like I got a shout out to bud uh, just f- from the start of the series, uh, just kind of making sure Jimmy is, always facing guys who are going under on the screens, making sure that he never, ever gets to turn a corner. Always, uh, you know, they're just doing a lot better job of controlling the pain and not letting Jimmy get to the guard switches. He's not – you're not seeing him bully guards as much. So they've done stuff to help deter him, but it's more than that. Like, he gets deterred, but then there's no fight back. Like, he took 22 shots last game, got to the line 10 times uh you know it was kind of a russell westbrook ish stat line you know with the field goal percentage all that but
1: like there was a little bit more- this show is sponsored by better help what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day go for a run take a nap maybe check the stats of the latest miami heat game i've got a better idea a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time the question is time for what if time was unlimited flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with better help visit betterhelp.com/miamiheat today to get 10% off your first month. Again that's betterhelp slash Miami Heat. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.
2: More, I think, uh, of the tryhard Jimmy that we're used to. Tonight he took 10 shots, and we I know he played a little bit less than he does in a playoff game, but...
0: Still 31 minutes like I had fans reacting to me saying Jimmy quit on the team and like I didn't necessarily walk away from it, it that way but I will say that I felt like this was the first time and and Dwayne had moments where he kind of like checked out of a ball game like let's be honest so like it was the first time I think maybe we've seen that from Jimmy because he's been that guy who like never takes a possession off and this was exactly. the first time where he looked like he kind of had mailed it in uh so i don't know maybe that's you know kind of like the overreaction that we're seeing tonight
1: well bam looked more like lebron 2011 to me like uh, that that's right i mean when we talk about yeah, previous like players potato. like dwayne dwayne would check out for like a quarter or something when he felt like he didn't have a chance with the group he was with okay look the great late kobe bryant um you know, did it famously on, on numerous occasions. He refused to shoot because people were saying he was shooting too much. I mean, that th- this has happened with players before, but bam, bam, looked to me more like LeBron. I mean, the bam thing is like the LeBron thing. Now he, now he's not the level of player of LeBron. He's not, doesn't have the pressure that LeBron has,
0: but it's kind of the mash. thing. he
1: looked well, it is. And, and here's the thing about it. I said this before. Mashburn, Eddie Jones, right? Like there were just certain players that you just, you didn't, they were defined by the fact that they didn't play to the level in the postseason that they did in the regular season. Um, and, 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 you know, mash had moments, but all anybody remembers isn't passing up the shot to Weatherspoon. Eddie Jones had moments, not as many as mash, but he also had that disastrous. We talked about it on the pregame game six against, you know, in the Eastern conference finals in 2005 against the Pistons when they didn't have Dwayne and they needed to step up and he didn't. I, I feel like there's some of that with Bam. Now, some of it's a little unfair because they, they were both veterans. Like, they were yeah. – I mean, they, they they were, you know, in their primes, okay, and, and that was happening. Yeah, and that Bam's, Bam's
0: story is just starting to be written.
1: It's starting, but it, but it is concerning the way he – and it came on a little bit as the game went on, but there were a couple circumstances. Like, even one I, – I tweeted about this one. Like, there was one sequence where he finished the play – but it came after Goron passed to him at the in, inside the free throw line and he did not he turned away from the basket instead of just take and Brooke Lopez is literally seven feet, you know, and it's the same stuff we talked about. And I do think now it's in his head. The Jimmy thing. I, I don't think he's quit on this group, but I, I do think he's tired and and I think that. There is is a certain point where guys realize they don't have enough, and, and that happens to a lot of uh, great players. They just realize they don't have enough around them. It shouldn't happen after you just took a team to overtime.
0: Yeah, but, but- that's what's throwing me <laughs> off. Usually, a Heat team after right. that game they come out sharp.
1: Yeah,
2: and it exactly. It, exactly. it didn't happen. I mean, this game, it's I am so shook. I have not felt this way about a heat game since maybe 2014 the finals like it's just like wow did that just happen like I, I literally feel like I got punched in the face and knocked out and that might have to do something with me catching a nice elbow to the head today playing pickup ball but I, I don't know if I'm more concussed because of that or, or, or from this game like I, I don't know what caught me by more surprise because I felt okay at, at first but you know oof, after watching this game I'm, I'm, I'm seeing stars man like how did they do that I, I've I've at the same time, as as wrong as I was about a guaranteed dub tonight, I was I was right about Brent Forbes. So I'm getting the. the, the, the <laughs> you two. were right about Brent. I credited you that
1: on Twitter, but you mentioned yeah, no, the Spurs. My mentions were full of it. It was like ten different tweets about it. But Alex, I, Alex, I'll say this: you mentioned the Spurs, and and actually, Eric Reed had a Freudian slip tonight. I told you, he's... man.
2: They're trained to. They're trained heat killers well, over there, man. Well,
1: he said he said Spurs instead of Bucks uh, once, and it, it it was reminiscent of the 2014 finals, but also it was reminiscent in the sense, plus you got a former, you know, scrubs sp- Spurs assistant. but, but, but the, the other thing that was reminiscent about it uh, was that, you know, LeBron in that series realized he didn't have enough. I mean, he knew it. I mean, regardless yeah. of, of what happened with the AC, he knew he didn't have enough. He, w- he was playing with Michael Beasley and Rashard Lewis and he just knew it was game three. Have- and right, right. He knew he didn't have enough. And, and I, I felt like at some point in this game, Jimmy kind of realized, at least for this night, okay, and maybe going forward, he doesn't have enough. So I, I, there's one more thing we should hit on here. And then we're going to go to the break and then just briefly look ahead to game three, because we're going to do more of this tomorrow, uh, or maybe the next day. Uh, but Tyler Hero tonight played seven minutes in the first half. Okay? We
0: got to it, Ethan. Finally, like you asked me, the listeners will remember, you said, mm-hmm. is there a chance that Tyler Hero could end up getting buried on the bench in a mm-hmm. game? And I talked about him being the asset that you have to continue to put in position to succeed and you have mm-hmm. to make sure you keep him valuable. And we, we've we arrived here. He got buried tonight. I mean, he played, you know, in the garbage time, but like ultimately, like the Spo did not – exude confidence in him
1: even with none not playing particularly well uh that that was that was the other part of it and and so we're gonna pivot now after the break but I do think that one conversation we're gonna have to have before this series is over is are they gonna punt on Tyler now because it's pretty damn clear that Jimmy needs a second guy (laughs) offensively not for the defensive stuff but for the offensive stuff he needs a second guy and it's not bam right now and it's not going to be Tyler for a while if it ever is. And so I, I think we're at that stage where, you know, the Tyler thing is kind of playing itself out uh, before our eyes. The other thing that may be playing itself out is the Kendrick nun thing. And, and exactly what you're willing to pay him, because if, if he can't establish himself in these games that really matter, then, as well as he played down the stretch of this season, it, it's not going to matter. All right, we'll talk about what they do for Game Three. We're just each going to come up with a, kind of one or two adjustments we think Spolcher can make. And by the way, he's not excused here either. This uh, some of this falls on the coach. They they were not ready to play today uh, at all. All right, tell you about one of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. If you want to bet Game Three, go to my bookie. Go to mybookie.ag. Use the code Five. You know these baseball and basketball seasons are long. You can make each and every one matter, even if you're down 34, by having skin in the game with MyBookie.ag. Whether you're placing a wager on your favorite team player or just looking for kicks, MyBookie gives you the best odds and tons of options to make your favorite sports a hell of a lot more exciting. Bet on basketball. Take advantage of the odds on all the games or hit up my bookie casino for the full fledged experience where weekly blackjack tournaments give you and your friends a crack at prize pools up to 50 grand. So go to myBookie.ag, sign up now and use the promo code five F I V E to get your first deposit matched up to a thousand bucks. Let them know we sent you. So use the promo code five to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Even if the team you're rooting for, loses again it's mybookie.ag the code five all right let's do this quickly guys nobody really wants to hear much about more more about this game all right and got a couple days to digest but people are giving up so you got one minute and i'm clocking it okay alex give me an adjustment that eric spolster makes for game three
2: i don't know what the adjustment is man like don't get out rebounding my a million points don't go out there looking like you don't give a damn about the game stop acting like you won a championship already you're not the 2007 heat like come on man what kind of effort is that like i'm i'm trying not to sound like so much of a frustrated fan here like i did last game but jesus christ i, I it's hard to even you know try to be objective here like you know the the worst part about it is that this isn't improvement scoring wise from last game between Jimmy and Bam <laughs> oh. bam got to, bam scored 5-11 like you know less obviously took uh Less shots than he did last game. Got to line nine times, which nice improvement, right? Like you you would like to see that more often, but that's about it. The effort was horrible. Like Jimmy was out there looking like somebody I just don't recognize ever since he's been in a heat uniform. And tonight was a night where they just had no threes falling, even though that's what the Bucks are giving you. I mean, forget even talking about like scoring in the right profiles like we were pregame. Like just, you know, be in the game. Scoring
0: like, it all. You know, scoring it all.
2: Yeah, your minute is up. Greg, go
0: um don't be down minute.
2: 25 all game no one so minute.
0: truthfully like the the one adjustment is you start Gorin. i think the kendrick mm-hmm. gets shelved uh and you go with your best guys you play them out um i think that uh he's gonna explore the big lineups i don't see why he wouldn't mix in more different kind of coverages to just try to shake up uh the offense like zone maybe a little bit more and i end with this No playoff series truly starts until the road team wins a game quoted by the great Pat Riley. So there's still hope because just uh, let me finish with this. Mm. I've been as efficient as one can be on a night like this. Uh, There have been heat playoff series where they've lost two and then one, two gone home and one, two Indiana is one of those in Wade's rookie year. So it's not unprecedented folks.
1: It's not unprecedented, uh, but uh, margin of
2: error is now zero. It's likely not going to happen at your home minute, or go your, home.
1: Your minute is up. Uh, and, and look, uh, and I'm going to start my minute here in a second. But one thing uh, t- I don't even see, I just totally lost my train of thought. It's been that kind of night. Uh, anyway, I, I'll give you a few adjustments. One, we're not putting a playoff Jimmy shirt on a site ever again, because that was our fault. Two, I agree. Dragic starts. If he's going to go down, he's going to go down with this guy at this point. So it, it's and plus Goran is actually showing some life. Whereas others are not. So I think so. Three, I think we saw the Deadman Bam thing tonight. I don't think that was by accident. I think he wanted to see it. Again, this is why we probably should have seen it in the last 10 to 12 games of the season. So there yep. would have been a little bit more Back of a sample to coaching. size. I, I don't I don't really understand if you really weren't pushing out to get out of the Bucks bracket, which you should have been, which we talked about, then you could have experimented more. It just seems like their entire goal was to avoid the play in like that. And, and that in, in retrospect, getting the Bucks, as I all told you, was not a good matchup this year. OK, and you, you had to get out of this bracket and you didn't. OK, so it's, it's really that simple. Uh, and, and I think the other adjustment is this you know, look, they'll try to feed off the crowd. Um, there'll be 17,000 there. Those 17,000 aren't going to really care that much that they're down 0-2 because most of them have not been to a basketball game in a year and a half. They're just going to be excited to be there, even though they'll be there in the third quarter. All right, thanks to our sponsors, Biscayne Bay Brewing. Well, the Heat were there in the second quarter Ooh. today. So it's about right. Biscayne Bay Brewing and also fault. my book. It's a 7.30 game. There's no way they're on time. MyBookie.ag. Use the code 5. Good night.